Welcome to the Gold Circle, Australia's number one netball podcast. I am your host, number Nick Bleeker, and with me as always <laughs> is my number one, Luke Oh, Tom. hello. <laughs> Thank you. That's lovely. Uh, Sam's going to be pretty one. She's yeah, she really will be. <laughs> and the fact that I'm gay and you're straight, I don't know how that works. But yeah, yeah, we'll get look, there. You know, it's spiritual. We live in it's a, a spiritual age. connection. It's a spirit, yeah. <laughs> we live in oh, a new And um, we are here to discuss round five of the uh, Super Netball past weekend, which had some... Fun games. Look, um, what people would say would be surprises, but when you're as educated as me, it's not really a surprise. <laughs> <laughs> as soon as we'll get... And this is the game we'll start off with. So, the Firebirds beat the FEMA 71 to 61, 10 points. Boom. Uh, fun fact, all home teams this uh, this past week won at home. So... Um, anyway, the Firebirds beat the FEMA, delivering their first loss of the season, 71 to 61, in a high-scoring game. I am rolling my eyes into the back of my head as Luke sits there and grooves and he's just so pleased with himself. Because I was dead be. on. I was dead on. Yeah, Called be. that last week, boom. You did. Um, Give me a diamonds position now. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's a free defensive position yeah. freed up because Rosie Jenkins out of the diamonds. I now, don't so. think like smacking people is really considered defense. <laughs> Well, you know, which is basically my defensive idea. Just hit them. If you <laughs> well, hit I mean, them enough times, they won't be able to shoot anymore. No, we need shooters, man. Okay, don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. What are your key takeaways from this one? Because this was, um, I was honestly surprised that the Firebirds did win this. I, I, I thought that they would put up a really good fight, but I feel like for the most part, Gretel Tippett had a terrific game and Aiken had a great game as well. But I also think just Laura Geitz is. Ridic. Mm. Oh, but what about um, Hinchcliffe? Oh, I know. And Hinchcliffe as well. What the hell? <laughs> what the hell? Anyway, what are your key takeaways from this one? Um, look, I, I think, again, I said it last week. I really just think it was matchups. Yeah. I, I really think, unfortunately for Fever, there's going to be a team in the whole competition that's going to annoy the crap out of them and be just really difficult matchup-wise. And I think it is this team. Yeah. I think if the Firebirds... It's one of those things where... They don't want to see the Firebirds in the finals. They just hope that they fall down. And and it is a possibility because the Firebirds, the problem they have is whilst this is a great game for them, um, they, you know, potentially could lose to other teams yeah. because it doesn't match up as well. Yeah. Um, and it, this really just was matchups. I, I don't know any way to say it. Geitz was great on um, Fowler Reed. And I think that's all that experience I spoke about with, you know, ANZ champs and stuff like that. And I just, I really think it was just bad matchup. I also think that the midcourt for the Firebirds dominated here too. I, I, I and think, Tippett as well. Yeah. Boom. The, the Fever's, the Fever's midcourt to me didn't look particularly well. And I, and very Charleston have a very good game to be completely honest. Um, considering that she's had such a resurgence in form, I think the fact that Simpson is, basically there and dominating Anstis and Charles on the defensive end. Like, it's just so hard because I think it's sort of just proving the fact that Simpson is still the best in the competition. But, like, like, I I don't know how you would stop her. Honestly, as an attacking player, the the only way that you could really limit her is by trying to force her force a contact and force her out of play rather than just try and run her off the court because there's no way you can. She's just I, too, I think the, too much. Um, I think the only way, and I think Maddie Robinson is probably the only one that does this well, and you know me, I'm not a massive fan. <laughs> but one thing, one thing she's really good at is that speed and the on-to-ball pressure, and I think 
that's the only time that Simpson kind of drops off a bit is that speed around her because yeah. I think she's strong. She's very strong onto the ball. She marks the player well, but if you're quick enough to sort of dodge and get off her um, and, you know, you've got the options forward, then it makes it a hell of a lot easier. I think, um, yeah, I think in this scenario, um, they they didn't really keep cohesively run that attack end as much as they have in the past. Yeah. Like I, I, I actually think, I would actually say that this game maybe wasn't the best from them. And I said last week, having to travel from Perth to Brisbane. I think that's a big factor yeah. too. Because they get in a day before and the flight from... You've cut you five and a half hours. Or well, five it's, hours? it's five. What took when I flew? Yeah, it was five and a half when I flew. Yeah, so, yeah. and that was direct Brisbane to Perth. And you know they would have been shoved in economy. Yeah, oh. yeah. And then you've got to drive. You fly into Brisbane because I don't think there's direct flights to Perth from the Sunshine Coast or for, vice versa. But I, I think you'd fly into Brisbane and then you'd have to travel an hour up. Wait, what am I talking about? They're not on the Sunshine yeah, Coast. No. Um, but, but do you know what I mean? Was like, last week was it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I feel so like they've it, done that trip twice. Exactly. Yeah. So I think. For for the fever, I think travel is a pretty important thing to note. I don't think it's an excuse, but I no. also think that it's, it's a good reason as to why. Like, because I don't think they played that great. Yeah, well, I mean, it's it's interesting that we say that, and they still put up sixty one points. Mm. But I think it's utterly insane that the Firebirds were able to put up seventy one points. It was an offensive game, though. Oh, like, I think the Firebirds yeah. definitely were better defensively. I really think Romelda just shut Bruce out a bit. Yeah, um, and I think Tippett. She was massively aggressive. That twenty six from twenty eight. That's exactly what we've been saying that's, needs yeah. to happen. We said um, we need her in the mid twenties. Even yeah. if even if her percentage is and ninety two percent, boom. Yeah, it's good. Like it just split the D, mm. and they just didn't have that option of, you know, hanging off Romelda and you know beating the crap out of her. Yeah, and I think like I always felt like Bruce, like Bruce has always. We've always said that she has issues, just like Shani Lane, where she does have issues with height, but she's still very... She's got a very good vertical, but she I always does. feel like she's always struggled with Aiken no matter what. I, I agree with that. I think as well, her consistency. Like, I find her really inconsistent. That's interesting. Um, okay. Yeah. Like, she was, well, she's having her best year so far. She is. Yeah. Look, I think her consistency has been a lot better and apart from this game, has been exceptional this year. But I noticed last season, admittedly, it was a completely different team. But I really didn't notice last season that um, her consistency kind of was all over the place. Um, but obviously, with the Diamonds game she's had, she's improved a lot. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's still early in the season. Yeah, it's really interesting to have a look at the the general play turnovers and the difference. There's only one between the Firebirds and the Fever 2. That's good. Which is... And, and actually, and also like... Let's have a look. So that's twenty one and twenty two. That's a pretty good line in terms of total turnovers for a game. Um, but I think I don't know. Just Laura Geitz. She she might Charles. be. She may not be in her like total prime anymore. But she's basically like it's like LeBron. Okay, I know we talk. We try to avoid the netball, the basketball references, but like. LeBron's what he's th- he's like thirty three. I don't necessarily agree that she's not in her prime. Really? Okay. Yeah. Oh, oh. I think, but you, I, if you put it in the perspective of age, right? But I mean, I say that, and Liana DeBrain is forty, and she's still playing. And yeah, but I, I just I just think defensively, Guyts knows exactly what's going to happen. Yeah. Like she's just a really smart cookie. Um, I could really see her being some sort of coach. I think future. she will be. Yeah, because she just knows exactly where the ball's going. She has a 
great. She just reads the play like she's reading a book. It's it's beyond ridiculous. And the fact she's really lucky because of her build, because she's got quite wide shoulders, but she's quite slender, so she can actually kind of aggressively barge, but not yeah. infringe. Yeah, not yeah. like I like I have all of this sort of mass. I'm gonna like move you and probably get called for that because yeah. obviously it's a bit more obvious. She's but. more of a scrapper, and you know how Shani Layton can kind of be a punisher less than a little scrapper like I feel like Geitz chips away at you yeah. at the period of the game whereas Leighton I think she does big pushes I always feel like Geitz and this is not a knock on Shani but like I always felt like Geitz had more hustle like you said in the scrapper yeah, yeah. I think I always feel like I'm watching Geitz hustle for a ball no matter what even exactly. if she knows that it's going to and it to doesn't go away she doesn't yeah. go away she's like an annoying bug yeah, will exactly. not go away exactly I think it's rubbing off on Tara Hinchcliffe as well oh, who's absolutely. just um, she's a star she she's got to be in the she'll like, be, oh, she'll be I reckon she'll be a call up for the I mean it's probably sport. unfair to chuck her in the team straight away but obviously Branley I mean Collingwood's not having a good season mm. so some of those people might get yeah I, there's going to be some changes I think basically because of the form of current, of some of the current diamond players, but yeah. yeah, I know this is a great win for the Firebirds. Um, mm. It a ten point win over the Fever, who were but who we were saying that we didn't think that would. Um, well, you were saying. I'm pretty sure we both said it. What? No, I'm pretty sure we both said that we thought that they would go through undefeated. Oh yeah. What would you think? Oh no no no. no you said I... that you said that the Firebirds would be the ones to upset that. Yes, but I think we've both agreed that. The Giants, oh, and the, but every yeah. time we've announced that they've lost, so maybe if we, maybe we're a curse. Are we a curse? Oh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Um, I speaking don't of <laughs> speaking of curses, um, People the Magpies are continuing um, their rubbish. Season I'm devastated. With, uh, a massive <laughs> loss uh, to the Swifts, sixty-four to fifty-four. The Swifts um, exacting revenge on. Did the you see the Facebook comments? I, they were gold. I didn't, but I want to say. Um, this game was less a game that was entertaining on the court and more entertaining off the court because Channel 9's coverage of the game was really interesting because they got these really frank profiles from the Swiss girls talking about Rob Wright leaving at the end of the season. And Aren't they brutal? My God. God. <laughs> I, honestly, I don't think... I saw them ages ago. Um, I think at the start of the season they played them and I know they played them again. And they're just like, especially, is it McCulloch? Yeah, McCulloch was dirty. Ooh. But like, I, <laughs> I like look at it, and I'm, I, and I'm pro- maybe it's because I'm so used to like media training and all other sports. But I don't think I've ever seen anything like that where like a coach has left. This is like, oh yeah, you know, we're bummed. But like this, this package that Nine put together was basically all this just going, yeah, he, he, like he he dodged us. He's he's we're out, we're out to get him. We're out to prove him wrong. I know. It's and, very awkward. And also at the end of the game, like Bryony Akel's face when she just had this sort of shit like eating boom. grin. Yeah. And she's like, I just won. Yeah. And then Rob Bright's just sitting there just like looking stoic because his defense did not do particularly well in this one. But um, we have a game to talk about because um, the Swifts looked terrific. Um, there's a lot of hustle in that. Helen Housby had a terrific game. Sam Wallace was great Oh, did too. you see that highlight play where she... Yeah. Yep. Oh, Aaron Bell passed and she knocked it and then threw it over and then somehow scored a goal. It was yeah, great. It was, it was great. Everyone should go watch yeah, that. Honestly, we said this last week um, and the week before, I think. The Swiss are probably one of the best and more, most fun squads to watch, just win or lose. Um, but This is such a good win for them. It is. It is. Ooh, I, I think they solid. went out to... I feel like they can make a run off this. I know that sounds... I know that sounds lofty considering the amount of talent, but I really feel like... 
this is this is their season to step up, and I really feel like in a lot of areas they are. Like absolutely, well, they're they're growing, they're growing. Mm. We said last year when they were losing by one point margins that it's like all they need is just like time. And I even liked Paige Hadley. Hadley was great. Call the police. That's never happened. That's before. pretty <laughs> honestly. This is a huge moment. If anyone's listening, can you clip that and just make sure Luke relives <laughs> it whenever Hadley does something mm, wrong? Because, yeah. um, but I think where does Collingwood this? like? What the hell to Collingwood? I was thinking about this today. Yeah. One thing I will say is I really wonder if Maddie Robinson is too quick. I feel like she is almost mm. too good at wing attack, <laughs> and kind of takes Aaron Bell out of the game. And makes her unsure of herself shooting. I actually think they should just literally do one quarter where they chuck Rav in at center and Shea Brown at wing attack with Bell and um, Thwaites and see what the hell happens. Hmm. Yeah, that's interesting. I think... Discuss. I mean, at this point, this, the Magpies need to do something. like Because they're doing something well. They win the first quarter 17-13. to 13. I was like, Ooh, if they're playing like this for the whole game, they've got this in the bag. And I think the Magpies in the first quarter were good. Problem is, is they didn't produce anything in the rest of the, for the rest of the game. Mm. They've basically been a one-quarter team for the whole season, where they've had one quarter, like the, with the Lightning last week, they looked real bad. And then in the last quarter, they came out with fire in their eyes. And then in the first quarter, they came out with fire in their eyes. And then for the second, third, and fourth, they're just sort of like, eh. um, I don't. Want, I, I'm trying to think of things that would make us less like sound like a broken record, but. I think their biggest problem is, is whilst they got Aaron Bell, they thought that would be like the magical fix, but there is absolutely no chemistry in that there's, attack. Yeah, there's nothing there's at like, all. It's dead. Yeah. Like Bell um, shot 67%, which is basically an Aaron Bell stat line. But I think... Well, yeah, but... I'm not blaming her for this because I think that this loss is on um, coaching and also Kim Rav because Kim Rav doesn't look interested at all. No, but also um Maddie Robinson had a massive amount of turnovers yeah, too. Like yeah. it was it was it was kind of everyone and I actually honestly, I said this last week, I kind of feel sorry for Erin Bell cuz she's kind of like jumped into this team and there's so much expectation that she's just going to be this, you know, Medhurst like fix yeah. and it's not it's not because yeah. I almost feel like they're also not letting her play. Yeah, if that makes sense. I think like, we were saying like this last week that it it looked at times that the the Pies midcourt and the attack was just freezing her out because it was yeah. just like, well, don't we don't want you to jack it up. We want you to drive into the basket, and it's just like, yeah. But I have to say, Ash Brazel looks. I oh, think Ash Brazel is, is is terrific. Um, Shani Layton. Shani looked really quiet, and I. I don't think she impacted the game very much. I think Sam Wallace had a number pretty much the whole time. I've noticed she is just playing way too much on the body. Like, pretty much yeah. every round, she's trying to muscle. Because remember she had that, was it 16, where she had that awesome season? And yes. they, like, called nothing on her with the physicality. She was so physical. And shooters would, like, I know Seabass was absolutely filthy with her. Because mm. um, she was just, like, elbow in the face all over the place. Um, that's a good one. Um, Man, <laughs> elbow Ryan, in the face all Ryan over the place. We're right now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, so um, I really think she's just not getting those calls. She's getting absolutely nothing. And they're just pinging her. As soon as she, like, yeah. even tries to move, it's just boom, 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 boom. And she's really got to sort of look at something else because it's not working. I was going to say, I think I <laughs> Rob Wright as the defensive coordinator, I think might be a problem. 
Because well, you he, think about sixteen when she had a good year that he was he was coaching. Yeah. But the thing is, I don't think he's coaching on the defensive end though. Like I know that Rob Wright's defensive, like Rob Wright's Swifts teams were quite good defensively, barring last year. But yeah. the in previous years they've been very strong defensively, obviously because you've got Leighton as an anchor there. But I feel like Branley is part of the problem. Like I know they keep subbing her out. Um, I don't think Brandley is part of the problem. I actually really like Brandley. Uh, she was out actually for this game because of uh, she didn't pass concussion test from a training exercise or something that oh. happened with Leighton. So she was out for the game. Yeah. Um, so they had. Um, but I think Mel last Bradley week Garrett. they swapped her out as well for that. They did uh, yeah. for Matilda Garrett, um, yeah. who looked fine. Who looks pretty um, good. Yeah, yeah. I think Mel Bragg as well. She came on and she had a bit of hustle too. Like she added. Like, yeah. A bit of energy, which is, I think, what the Magpies needed. And I think that's a good adjustment for Kepich Birrell. I know that we were not singing her praises last week, and I would probably continue to do the same this week. Still not particularly great coaching, but I think subbing in Mel Bragg, who was young, and it looked like she had legs, yeah. where she was like, I've got, I can come on, like, I've got the energy, let's go. And she yeah. had a couple of interesting. I think she, there was one or two intercepts she had in the first minute or two that she was on the court, and I was like, all right, all right, yeah, this is I the energy she, that we're looking I thought for. Both of them did pretty well. Um, but I think. I think Branley, I would have liked to have seen how Branley played just because I think having the experience against the Swifts on that end might have worked in the Magpies' favour. I don't think Branley is part of the problem. I still think Branley's a solid defender. I think she's having a... I think like both I think they have, having I think seasons, much though. like the attack end, they have chemistry issues. I think across the board, there's kind of chemistry There's no issues. chemistry with this squad at all. Because I think Leighton and Branley do not have good chemistry. Yeah. I think they're great players individually and I think the whole court is great players individually even Rav I think individually as a player she's good she fits into a system better exactly yeah. and I think you, you take out those pieces I think Maddie Robinson fit into the Vixen system really well and I think Kimmy Rav fit into that system really well and I feel like you know it comes back to coaching Kepich Beryl is not good. No, she's not. She, or like we said last week, would not be surprising if she's let go next week or at the end of the season. But I think the only ounce of chemistry that I see from this team is Thwaites and Robinson. And even then, I'm mainly thinking that because Thwaites is just, despite all of this, all of the issues that the Thwaites Magpies having, gets along with Thwaites everyone. gets along with everyone. And also, <laughs> yeah. she literally, honestly, she could win, a, she would win a poker match. Easily, because she doesn't yeah. look like she flinches on the court. And, I, no. and I'm, if I'm a, if I'm a young Magpies player, I look to that as my leader, mm. rather than I don't even know who, who's who's a captain I think, for the I, Magpies. I honestly actually. think they kind of need to clean the decks. I, I I think if the season continues this way, I wouldn't be surprised if half these players leave next season. I am um, not. I would agree with you. Yeah, because I almost think like Rav like. I don't she think, would yeah. be crazy to stay in that system. And if she could go back to the Firebirds and under that system, um, I don't know if she'll be able to. Um, I don't think on so. I don't think, the, I don't think the Firebirds want her back. Well, even Lightning. She'd be great at the <sighs> Lightning. Wouldn't turn that down, actually. Yeah. That's a pretty... Yeah, that's not bad. I didn't think of that. Yeah. Because, I mean... I mean, I, I, It's similar, like, still under Queensland netball. Yeah. A yeah. little bit, I guess. I also think... I would not be surprised if there was some sort of house clearing. Kepich Burrell is going to be, like probably get the axe. Rob Wright, I would not be surprised if he's bumped to head coach, but by all accounts, he may not want to do it. Um, yeah, I mean, trying to salvage the season. Yeah, uh, well, there's no way they can, I don't think. At this point, they basically need to win out. And I think that... Like everyone else needs to lose. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. And I think that their schedule coming up, which we'll get to um, at the tail end of the episode, um, is not bright. 
Um, no, because they got the Firebirds next week. Yeah. Um, and in saying that, um, I, I have no idea what I do to fix this. The one thing, if I'm Magpies management, I hold on to Thwaites for dear life. Um, Thwaites. Oh, um, oh and Ash Brazzle. Ash Brazel and to be honest Leighton I'd probably yeah, keep Leighton those three yeah because as much as Leighton's had a not great season I I honestly think it's down to chemistry issues like I think she played her best when she has sort of a young sort of defender with her I think Branley part of the problem <coughs> is is they kind of there's no player in control I feel like chemistry in that regard, you're either someone who, like you look at Geitz and... I was going to say, interesting that you mentioned that. Like, yeah. Geitz and Hinchcliffe are basically... It, like yeah, Hinchcliffe is just going to listen to whatever the hell she says. Yeah, because it's like a lot of Geitz. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But I, I think it's the same with Leighton. I feel like Branley and her don't communicate as well because I think they feel like they're both sort of on the same level. Yeah. And I think that can be bad because you need someone in control. You need just someone to yell like take front space take front space I've got this you know you need that yeah. communication I feel like both of them are like Ugh. Um, so yeah I, I honestly think she'd do better with just a tall lanky goal defence who's going to be exactly like Tara Hinchcliffe yeah. to be honest and I also think if Kevich Beryl or the new coach um, can come in and instill a system and even if it's not even like a particular system but says and delegates three points where it's like Thwaites you are the anchor on our attack, Leighton. You are the anchor on our defensive end. So whoever you're paired with, you are you are their leader. I'm your coach, but yeah. you're their leader on the court. Mm. Like I know that you obviously have your certain things, but I think that might work in the Magpies' favour. But I don't know. The, I don't see the Magpies making the finals. I'm happy to eat crow and be wrong, but I don't. <laughs> I don't see them winning the, fi- eat crow. the finals. So anyway, <laughs> we're going to need to move along. Uh, so the uh, Sunshine Coast Lightning beating the Adelaide Thunderbirds at home, sixty to fifty-one. Um, this was a pretty they good showing for the nearly Thunderbirds. Nearly second quarter, loss. I was like, "You can do it!" Oh my god! Because even like a draw, how good would a draw be for yeah, one of the quarters? Seriously, they need something. Because do they do they get a point? Do they split the points if it's a draw? No, it's no points. Oh, so that, <laughs> but I mean, it, we would have been denying the lightning. I feel point. like this was kind of their big moment, other than probably like if they get a trodden Collingwood at the end of the season, maybe that's a good like spike moment. <laughs> Honestly, could be right. But I think, by all accounts, this was kind this of is, a good this, game this for them. This game. is probably their yeah. best. Like, let's be honest. Honestly, that's like Nelson did well. It's not a 20 point loss. No. So that's a plus. Um, Nelson did well, uh, 30 from 34 for 88% shooting. Um, Kate Shimon was freaking amazing. I with know, her. she is. Did you see that blocky I'm, thing yeah. that she did? And then she's like, oh, the ball's mine. Yeah, no. She's a she's a monster, seriously. Yeah. One of the she's best got block- like freaky hands. Yeah, one of the best shot blocking Love GDs it. in the comp, if not the best. Uh, and that's uh, the thing, they have so many bright like highlight moments and then they have so many just consistent errors. But no, yeah, no complete game. Oh, it's Which so is a bit of a bummer. Um, I... I did like what I saw from Mia Fowl. She got twenty-five. Uh, she only had twenty-five minutes, but nine, twelve shooting. 75%. Yeah, because Hodges like concussed. Yeah, yeah. Um, I hope she's okay. But and she actually like, shot pretty yeah, well. Eighty-six percent. As much as I like rag on her for her shooting. Yeah, um, but there's a like there's a lot to like from the Thunderbirds on this end. They had like between all, between their defensive end and their midcourt, they had eight intercepts for that, which I think is really impressive. In saying that, the Lightning had the same. They had seven. Well, they had, didn't have the same, but they had seven intercepts because Jeeva Mentor is insane. Um, <laughs> I really liked what I saw from um, Sharon. Kara Conan on his wing attack was interesting. Yeah, it was a bit weird. Mm. 
Um, I look, I think they were just kind of playing. I feel like they were just testing lineups because um, Nolene Teruel wasn't there because her father sadly passed away yeah. um, during the week. So it was uh, coached um, by the assistant coach. I am blanking on her name. No, I'm not a true fan. But um, <laughs> again, for the Lightning, uh, this, is a much, this is again a much needed This is, this is your team. You should know. Actually, I don't know who the assistant coach is for the Firebirds. Bye. Yeah, so um, <laughs> this is a much needed win for the Lightning as well. Who sit at She's fifth. that blonde lady that yells. That's really lovely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know the one you actually, yeah. Yeah. Um, I think the Lightning, if they lose this, then um, I would be concerned. Very concerned. Yeah. Uh, I said that last week, and I, uh, I'll stick with it. I just uh, this is this was a a win that was quite obviously going to happen, um, but also absolutely ne- necessary f- to keep their season alive. Um, especially c- considering the, the the extra the bonus point system has them above the Swifts, even though the Swifts have more wins, which I don't agree with. No. I don't think that's right. No, I think they need to make the bonus because po- is it two points per quarter? One. One point. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it is. Yeah. Are you sure? Oh, wait, no. Sorry. What is it? Four, Awkward eight. Awkward silence. God. No, I'm I pretty sure it's one because how many... How many t- oh, God. oh, yeah, bonus point. No, you're bonus right. Bonus points, I think yeah, it's one. It's four bonus points and you get four. So, you get eight points in total for winning the game. Yeah. Yeah, okay. I've done the math on that. I, I think maybe what's a better idea is they get a bonus point if they win the majority of the quarters. But... Oh, okay. Yeah, I see what you mean. I see what you mean. Yeah. So if you yeah. win three out of four, yeah. You point. Yeah, I, I think that's probably a better system. I think the problem is, is that like, it's when I look at the ladder, I get confused because it's like, why are the Swifts below the Lightning when they've won more games? Because yeah. honestly, if the if you're winning more games, you should be higher up on the ladder. I so know. I think the bonus system. Who the was the lady who came out and wrote some article about that? I was reading the other day. Oh, I, I don't know. Liz some Ellis former, shared. It. Yeah, Liz Ellis wrote that she thinks it's great, and then some lady said it was terrible, and I don't remember her name, but she's like an old player or something. Yeah. I, oh God, I need to dig that up. Um, but yeah, for me, at the end of the day, I look at the I look at that, and I don't think it's particularly fair for New South Wales to be under the Sunshine Coast when they've won more games. I think it's rewarding. Agree. Good netball for spurts, but not rewarding. I don't know. I guess at the end of the day, once everyone's played the same teams, maybe it'll level out. That That is true, actually. Yeah. I mean, it's hard to judge right now yeah. because I imagine uh, at the end of the season, you would probably have more well, of a balance. Well, obviously, we all know the Fever's doing pretty well. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, for sure. But I think like, I don't know. It's It's just, it's so hard for me to, I guess look at it and be like, how how does that work? Like the Swifts are dropped on down a ladder because the Lightning basically won eight quarters in a row. Yeah. Um, and won games as well. But the Swifts, just because they might have had one or two bad quarters are being punished for that rather than winning games. But I, I don't really know. It's 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 tough. I, I think that the system, I think is, it needs to stay because I think it adds have a little bit Swiss more. Have the Swifts played the Thunderbirds yet? Hmm... I don't think so. No, I don't think so. Which could be the reason why they are below them. Because once, well, the um, yeah, once they play the Thunderbirds... Yeah, once they play the Thunderbirds, then they'll jump up above. Yeah. Um, well, come on. Don't discount them just yet. Sorry. My bad. <laughs> oh. um, I just realized how harsh that was. Yeah, I was just sort of like, come on, man. Like, give them a chance. Um, Awkward. Though, you know, I'm really sorry. Even though we're probably going to tip the Swiss this week. Um, <laughs> all right. And the last game for the uh, for the week was the Giants beating the Vixens 58-51 to with the return of Renee Ingalls. Um for the Vixens, uh, what did you get out? What did you get out of this? Because um, this is a pretty, 
Because you, you couldn't decide last week. Which I know, team you to and for. luckily I used my genius and picked the Giants, even though I said that if they had Ingalls, that they would win. Yeah. Um, I had issues with Philip and her turnovers. Yeah. Um, again, I think part of their problem could be this season is the fact that last season. They did everything to a T and it was beautiful. Oh, my God, that offense. Remember last season? Yeah. Oh, so pretty. It was the humming. It was yeah. exactly. Humming it was up, basic. Yeah. That shit was basic. Yeah. But that shit was tight. And they knew exactly where the ball was going. It was so cohesive. Oh, my God, it was a dream. Yeah. I think this season everyone knows where it's going. Well, I think that's the problem with with fundamental play, right? The fixings play very a very good fundamental You're consistent, style. Consistent. But, yeah. but the thing is, people and defences can... It, like, attacking ends and also defensive ends can adjust to that and start playing unorthodox. So, you're playing the Firebirds and you've got a really unorthodox attacking end. We've said that for the last couple of years. That that mm. or, that, uh, that reason why the Firebirds attacking end... Well, probably not so much last year, but the, in years prior has been so good is because Tippett and Aiken have a different style of play. They don't play exactly. traditional netball. Um, and I think, like you said, the Vixens, I think, struggling because... Teams are getting the used scout, and they're yeah. getting they're getting used to it. You've played a whole and, season and you've against got to, it. You've got to update the playbook a bit. Like yeah. you've still got to have sort of some pr- surprise stuff in there. And I just I don't see that explosive surprise movement like the change up. You don't sort of. I'm just seeing consistent plays, which yeah. is still great. Which is still going to get you close. Um, but I feel like the X factor for them is to mix that up a bit. Yeah. I'd really love to see the attack end do some just crazy fucking shit. Yeah. Like some highlight play crap. Yeah. I mean, like Kumwenda, she shot 100%, which, I mean, we're not going to... She's having a great season, yeah, she's to terrific. be honest. I think, I think Kumwenda does confuse um, defences quite a lot. I think just Tegan Phillips struggled a lot, 68%. She had some good feeds, though. I will yes. give Phillip that. She She's always a great feeder into Kumwenda, but I think, yeah... Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I sort of agree. I would like to see a little bit more sort of explosiveness from the Vixens. And almost um, improvisation. Yeah. I like, think like McInnes, if the ball's there, just let it go. Yeah, I think if I'm Simone McInnes, maybe just be like, when you call a timeout and be like, all right, guys, I'm just giving you just a bit of a break. Go out like, obviously you, you want some structure, but I think if the ball's there, I feel like they're like, no, we have to stick to our structure. We're not yeah. letting the ball go. Yeah. When there are some opportunities to just freaking haul it up and make Kamwenda just grab it. And she will. Yeah, because she's so athletic. Like, it's yeah. unbelievable to see her move. Um, but it's saying that. I mean, the Giants, um, they look terrific. Uh, that attack Defensively, end, oh, I thought that really good. And, yeah. and the attack end, sorry. Yeah. This is... Because um, they mixed it up. Fitzgerald just... <laughs> this is such a... It's such a deep squad. Um, the fact that Fitzgerald can basically net, you know, 86, 85 and 77% respectively out of her attacking end for shooting and mixing it up and getting 58 points. I think that's just unbelievable. And also, I think, like you said, the defensive end, but Bully Pullman and Manua looked great. I mean, yeah, I, I don't, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Other than the fact that obviously the fever, have that height advantage. Yeah. I really like if they chuck on Chrissy Bryce for a full game, it's just gonna be like the same stuff. Yeah. Um and I feel like they could just get into a shootout and it's just gonna be a shootout as to who wins extra time that sort of thing. Yeah. Um Yeah, I don't have much else to say about this. No, I, they were really yeah. good. Honestly, I, like I, the I feel so the, hard to critique it. I thought the Vixens were pretty good actually, to be honest. Oh yeah, I'm not I don't think I don't think... It wasn't a terrible game. No, but I I just think 
They had some bad turnovers in the midcourt, actually, because Maloney had eight. Yeah, that's not great. Eight no. general play turnovers from one player is not particularly good, which is no. a bit surprising for Maloney because she's very good at controlling the ball. Yeah. Um, but I think it's that pressure. Yeah, absolutely. Guthrie I, and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think I would like to see Renee Ingalls play a full game. Yeah. Um, just to see how... I obviously think they're probably just linear into it because yeah, it's clear that she's going to come, sure. come back next week, yeah. um, this week. But uh, I would like to see her play a full game and see how she goes. Because I think 24 minutes, you're not really seeing where she's at. Well, I mean, you've got to build the chemistry. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I, I think it's very exciting that she's got someone, that the team has someone of that caliber. Yeah, absolutely. Um, all right, let's get into our tips for this week for round six. It's coming up. Um, so we're going to go with the Lightning and the Vixens. The Lightning are playing at home. Vixens. going the uh, Lightning because... Hold on, is that at USC Stadium? Yeah. Do you want to go? When is it? Saturday. Oh, no, I can't. Uh, no, actually, you can't. Cause I'm you just sure. rejected me on a podcast. Well, Awkward. I hope everyone... <laughs> what? Yeah, whatever. You asked me earlier in the week. Whatever. Whatever. <laughs> we'll deal with this off air. Um... <laughs> Fever and Giants. <laughs> the Fever. Top of the ladder clash. Fever um, and the Giants. I'm going to say Giants just to mix it up. Uh, I'll go with... Because I consistently win, so I'll, I've got to... Yeah. You know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna, well, I mean, you didn't win when you invited me to go to the USC Stadium. So, I'll go with the Fever. <laughs> for, um, I'll go with the Fever over the Giants. Um, I, I feel like the Fever playing at home and having a... Apparently, they're expecting oh, shit, a they're huge crowd oh, too. No. Yeah, 10,000 they're mm, going for, which would um, be good. Uh, uh, They've got a really nice facility there, though. Yeah, I know. I've, it's where the Hopman Cup usually is. Oh, I didn't the know tennis. that. Oh, yeah, cool. it's the same thing because yeah. it's the same size court. I think. Yeah. Wait, yeah. is that one of those arenas that like opens up on the top and they can close the roof? Um, yeah, I think so. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, I, I think it is. I shouldn't like call me on it, but yeah. It, I remember um, driving past it. When it's I was the in blue one with like the weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It looks like funky as. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it looks like something from Melbourne. Yes, that, well, that's yep. what I thought. I was like, that's a very Melbourne stadium. Um, yeah. So the Swiss playing uh, the Thunderbirds, Swiss playing at home. I'm going to go with the Swiffs. Yeah, I'm. Oh, uh, yes, and I'm going to say that the Thunderbirds are going to win their first quarter. Yes, actually, I can see that because the Swiffs aren't very consistent in winning their quarters, as we just discussed on the ladder. So yeah, this could be where the the Thunderbirds actually get on the board, which I think is honestly like uh, that's a win. So yeah, they they need that. They desperately need that. We have the Magpies and the Firebirds. And Firebirds. Oh, playing in Tasmania. Um, yeah, I'm going to have the firebirds on this. I, I'm, unless Geitz is pregnant. Because remember that time they went down in Tassie and she found out she was pregnant and she didn't play. Yeah, but then she won the championships. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> come on. Um, I um, struggle to see how the Magpies are going to win for the next couple of weeks. Yeah, really. This is a real, real. Who have they got next week? So you got the firebirds, uh, the Giants, and then the Vixens, and then the Fever. <laughs> Whoa. Then the Thunderbirds. So the Thunderbirds are in four weeks. They they could theoretically Shines lose it. out on this. But honestly, that they could I, be second last. Are they second last now? Yeah. Ooh. Um I I can second last by a long way. Yeah. I, I can see them beating the Vixens and I could see them giving the Firebirds a run for their money. No. Okay. I can see them giving them a run. I didn't say that they would win. I'm thinking the Firebirds are going to win. No, I can't see them beating either team. Because the problem is, is it's not so much the fact who they're playing. I don't think who they're playing matters. I think it's about what they do with their own ball. That is true. I think it's, it's such an, a weird thing to say, but it's like focus less on your opponent and just focus on yourselves. If you're not scoring off your own center passes, you're not going to be anywhere. That's, yeah, exactly. It's And that's their yeah. problem because yeah. it's just a mess. Yeah. But again, if you're listening, Kepich Burrell, 
as much as Nick hate, hated you before. <laughs> no. What? I reckon, I, honestly, I reckon Maddie Robinson. Chuck her out. Just for like a quarter and see what the hell happens. Because I think magic could happen. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I, I don't... Because I, I just think it's too. she's too quick. Yeah. And it's like muddling it up. That's what I think. I don't know. Hmm. That's what I've seen. I would be... Well, I mean, at this point, the magpies do need to experiment. So. And they could try anything. Or even Maddie Robinson in center. Although I don't know if that'll be good for her. Uh, do you think she's been undersized for Senna though? Oh, yeah. Well, she's undersized for wing attack. What's the difference? Yeah, that is true. <laughs> I think it'd be the running because of her knee. Obviously oh, yeah, of course, surgery. of course, of course. Yeah, yeah cool. Um, yeah, just yeah. change it up. Just chuck her off. Yeah. No, I like it. Mix it up. I want to see that. Let's. I- I'm hoping that the Magpies do mix it up just to see how it goes. Yeah. Because, I mean, at this point, they need to. Because it's just like... Well, just break free. Season's like a dead rabbit, so... Um, all right, that'll do us for this week. Um, as always, you can get us on email, thegoldcircle at gmail.com. You can get me on Twitter at Bleakstar, B-L-E-E-K-S-T-E-R. I do live tweet games on occasion on the weekend when I get time and have a couple of beers. So come and hit me up on the Twitter sphere because um, I do like to talk games and talk with fans and all that sort of stuff because it's fun and we all love netball. Um, okay, but that'll do us for this week. We'll be back next Thursday slash Friday with a wrap-up of round six of the Sun Club Super Netball. Thank you so much for listening. We'll catch you soon. Bye.